TikTok, the apocalypse don't stop this week on The Hapless Heroes. Is it hitting any one of our eyes like a certain food item? Welcome to another episode of the Hapless Heroes Podcast. I'm Francesco, and I am your host and DM on this very, well, what might be a very explosive episode of the Hapless Heroes Podcast. With me, you know them, you love them, are my wonderful cast of characters. To my virtual left, we have Dave playing Zero, Valen's Avatar of War. Good evening. Mike as Lord and Captain Quinn Southwind. Always at my service. Nicole as Boris the Butcher. I'm still cheering for scissor hands. Zach as Pregnart. Hello. Phil as Hedrick the Entertainer. I'm all tuned up. And John as Lord Jarrell the Light. No time to rest before the apocalypse. Yeah, so speaking of which, uh, it's the night before the apocalypse. The morning of the apocalypse. You're not really entirely Eve, sure. The eve of the apocalypse. It's the eve <laughs> of the apocalypse. The dawn of um, the apocalypse? Y'all are trying to... Well, you, we left off last episode kind of like with a lot of stuff up in the air, right? Because you guys were running through your list of plans and how we were going to approach this thing. And you found out that somewhere in the next four to five hours, there's going to be like a sort of a celestial convergence and... Those conditions would be right, perfect for a uh, ritual of magic varieties. Um, and given what you know about what happened around this time, um, it probably is not a good thing. Uh, but you also are scheduled to appear in court tomorrow morning as well, so it's just kind of confusing. It's like, man, will you even ever have to get tried for the crimes in which you've committed? <laughs> Do we ever? <laughs> I, guess I mean, we'll it's really, <laughs> would the trial ever actually reach its conclusion? Right. <laughs> would I allow the trial to reach its conclusion? So were there any other actions? I feel like that's that was the last thing we kind of left off on was some debate, and I just kind of had to kind of cut it short a little bit. Of Like, I know that Hedrick had had an idea to potentially try to scry on the kid if that was possible, but I know there was some resistance to that idea. Was there any, was that, was that kind of shot down at this point? Are we done with that? Or was there anything else anyone is trying to do before we move on to the morning? Right. Well, are I, you guys staying up all night? Like, are you, yeah, like, I think like, we what's, might what's happening? Yeah. The robot so no that requires rest. no sleep is going to be just peachy. You guys can take a short rest. That that would be that would be perfectly appropriate. So whatever you would benefit from a short rest, you can do so now. Um, Two hour right scheduled maintenance. It is. Yeah. Um, yeah, I definitely get my. I don't get spells back, but I get my inspirations back. Uh, Pregnard is going to use this uh, short rest to uh, make some chocolate pudding. That's perfectly appropriate. Just going to use the short rest period to acquire a tree from somewhere, like a small, like, you know, like a tabletop size Christmas tree type (laughs) tree. And she's going to decorate an Apocalypse Eve tree at the dining table. You know what? I'm sure there's there's probably one somewhere in the hotel. Yeah, she gives another gold bar to an attendant and poof comes back with a tree. I'm surprised you even pay for it, honestly. You probably could have swiped it off a table and no one would have noticed. But I mean, it's the Apocalypse, so whatever. She's being generous. Sure. That's fine. That's who cares, right? It's not like that gold's coming with you. Uh, yeah, it'll appear back in my pocket. Next goldfish. Next goldfish. <laughs> um, sure. Yeah, absolutely. You decorate yourself a little apocalypse tree. What does it look like? Like a Christmas tree, but decorated with things that Boris already had in her pockets. So um, a hand mirror. There's a lock hanging from it. There's a couple of soaps shaped like seashells. 
Uh, a couple pieces of stationery. There's some kitchen twine wrapped around it. A couple of random jewels and a couple pieces of uh, previously magic but now broken like clock faces. <clears throat> nice. Um, Very apocalyptic. I'm going to use my inspiring leader. Everybody gets 20 hemper- uh, temporary hit points. And I was looking at it. It says creatures cannot benefit this until they finish a short or long rest. I assume that means I can use it after a short rest or a long rest. I'll look it up. I just want to make sure because uh, it doesn't say you can only use this so many times. It says a creature can't benefit from it until they take a short or long. So it is like you give us like uh, like some sort of speech or mm-hmm. and then we He's probably playing music and then we rest or yeah, right. Yeah, it sounds like, like we have to take a nap resting. to get it to set in. Yeah. Right. It's like, yeah, it's while you're resting like that. He's like, it's, you know, it's, it's, it's part of what he does. It's like, all right, it's time to get on with our mission. Everybody, you are bolstered by my absolute confidence. <laughs> okay. Um, so all that happens. We did it. Um, you know, it's been about, I don't know. You guys are just waiting it out. Are you like, is there a specific, is there something that you're looking to do? Or is there something you're sort of waiting? Are you just kind of waiting for an explosion? Or like, like what's the, you looking out the window? Like after our short rest, what time is it? Um, yeah, I guess we never really established time. So really I'm, I'm, I'm it wasn't midnight yet. It was getting late. It was not midnight yet, but it was approaching midnight. I would say, I think it was about 10 PM when you had started. Okay. My suggestion would be that uh, we maybe go back to that park out front of the area that uh, Ebenezer's house was. Yeah, I agree with that. And obviously we can't hide everybody, but maybe we can make some way to make us look not super obtrusive. And um, should the kid uh, leave somewhere between midnight and two in the morning, we follow him. And if he doesn't, well, then we'll figure it out from there. But maybe it gives us uh, an idea if he leaves his house and, you know, he's going to have to leave his house to do this. I don't think he's doing it from inside his own bedroom. Unless him deciding to do it from the wrong place is what caused this, in which case that we are literally a self-fulfilling <laughs> prophecy. <laughs> I'm prepared for this in my head. Well, um, it's midnight. We would definitely want to be in the uh, the park a little before midnight, if possible. The park, or outside of the gates of where his house is. Okay, yeah, like in that, like near that gated community. Okay. We don't know the gates. Yeah. The only way in and out, either. But hoping it is. <laughs> it seemed like it when you were working your way through. I think Boris had tried to case was trying to case that herself. Yeah, there were no. Yeah. yeah external entrances to get into the towers or anything. They were all from inside the community. Yeah. yeah. We're going to assume that our 12-year-old security-minded professional did a better job of finding uh, secret exits than the 12-year-old non-security-minded person who lives there. Hey, I'm 13 now. <laughs> yes. Possibly almost. I think, Boris is 14. Actually getting for- I, think, I think Boris is actually 14. I think, we, yeah, well, we were discussing, yeah, depending on how long she's been adventuring at this point with everyone, she may be 14. <laughs> okay, well, those two years absolutely confer the advantage you need, I'm sure. Yeah. You know, because <laughs> I know. <laughs> so, um, is there, like, you guys are just heading out from the Garden Inn now to mm-hmm. head up towards. Sure, why not? If I was okay. still dressed like a girl guide, I put my like dark armor back on first. Your your actual armor, like, like your actual armor. stealthy yep. person. Yeah, yeah, sure. Yeah, Zero is also tra- traveling in full war gear at this point because I mean, what's the worst that can happen? Make sure you have that fish locked and loaded, Zero. <laughs> 
Uh, yes, that's uh, the other thing. Uh, well, I was intending on doing this at the park, but now now's a good time because I like strolling with it. We're going to reload the fish and whatever water is in the bowl into the mug of the boss once more. I can't refresh it to a different title, so it's still his world's best barrister, at least until the afternoon. <laughs> that probably could be, still be helpful for you, depending on yeah. but, the situation. Um, so you exit out into the streets. It's much quieter now. I mean, there's still the activity of just a large metropolitan city of this era. Like there's, it's never, it's not like it's just dead quiet all the time. There is still some activity going on, um, but it's just much quieter at night here. Um, so the streets are also less busy, but you know, with these, there's only some, you know, only some streets like, you know, like they have like these like little like oil lanterns every so often, but they're not like, and like some magical lanterns as you're kind of getting closer to potentially where the tower is. But, you know, the streets are dimly lit. You know, you still have some people walking up and down. These neighborhoods are relatively safe where you are. Um, but it also means that you're a little bit more conspicuous than normal just because a crowd of people or a group of people walking together is a lot more noticeable at this time than it would be in the middle of the day when there's a lot of foot traffic. Um, are you all approaching as a group, like walking down the streets up towards this community? No. No, I think we should branch off, keep the uh, stealthy people together, um, away from the people who are going to be obvious uh, <laughs> distractions. At least that way, one of us or part of us can remain hidden. Okay. So the, the way that the kind of street looks in front of this, you have like the gate that's kind of in the middle as like a, like a curved wall. And then beyond that is the community. There are, there's like a cobblestone like walking path or just like, you know, a street that stretches. It's a sort of like a T intersection where like the, the castle wall, right? Or these gate like walls are um, at, you know, the T, right? The apex of that is where the, 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 the gate is. And then the streets go in either direction and then they'll, you know, kind of wrap back and head back. There's a park up towards the north, or the, towards the west, and yeah, that's that's where you guys were hanging out. Uh, you, Zero, had, Zero, Dedrick, and Pregnart were hanging out in the park that's a few blocks uh, to the west. Dedrick. Um, there's like, it's mostly just houses and, 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 and smaller buildings around here that kind of are outside of the gate. There's not a ton of places to just like stand and hang out. Not a really a lot of public like hangout space near here. These are just kind of residential streets. Who do we have then who is not stealthed, hidden or otherwise obscured? Definitely me. Ragnar, you're sneaky. I can sneak. Mm -hmm. Fantastic. Zero is going to capitalize on his lab coat and he's going to make sure that he is in a relatively close follow to Pregnart. And uh, he's going to, since he doesn't really have a free hand, he's going to just take a little field notes guide and kind of like staple it to his left forearm and occasionally take notes on it while clutching the mug of the boss in the hand nearest to it. And just, you know, muttering things like, hmm, and curious as he follows Pregnard around. Um, Wait, what was this zero, mug just, again? I forget what this mug does. The mug of the boss? The mug like of anyone, the boss. Anyone who reads it essentially... Well, go ahead, uh, Dave. Yeah. I'll let you read it. If you, yeah, every 24 hours I can make it say world's best something. Someone who looks at it has to uh, make a wisdom saving throw at 15 or better. If they do not pass that saving throw, they absolutely believe that I am the world's best whatever I claim to be. There are a few uh, very Michael Scottian drawbacks to it. However, I don't think any of those potentially apply to... Well, actually, no. The one that would apply to the world's best barrister is that you spend a little too much time volunteering. Yes. So um, that's what you're doing right now. This is all pro bono. You're not getting paid for this. No, I am entirely off the clock. Yeah. (laughs) Fantastic. Okay. So that sounds great, Zero. Um, just because I love making people roll dice, um, and for no particular reason, can you just make me a performance check? Let's see. That is a 14 plus, I'm sure, very little since, you know, 14, 13. 
fantastic. I mean, it's it's not I'm the worst. Highly charismatic. It's not the worst. I mean, you, it's 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 convincing enough that you 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 you're, yeah. you know you're you're, you're you are appearing humanoid as best as you can. Um, okay, perfect. So we have um, Boris and Hedrick and Quinn, the sneaky ones, and actually even Pregnart. Um, so Jarrell, what are you doing then? Since it's pretty much you and Zero sticking out like the sore thumbs of this group. What are you like? You see him acting and looking all official. Like, what are you doing to quote unquote blend in? Um, at night. I'm not sure really what he can do. Like he's got. That's why I'm so curious. Yeah. <laughs> um, I guess just trying to like stand next to like the closest unoccupied looking building near us, and maybe if there's some shadow or shade. That I can hide myself it's, in. These are just houses with like pretty yeah. small front lawns. Yeah. Like it's a, it's a, it's a more, it's it's a slightly more dense like residential area. But I, I would probably just try to stay as far away as possible while still being able to see the gate. Okay, so you like what you know, like stand like a half a block away or something like that, and just kind of like meander on the streets. As long as I can tell where the gate is and I can kind of have a general sense of where my the rest of the group is, yeah, probably. We'll put you about 100 feet away then or so. Yeah. Okay. At least, Sounds I'd say. Um, everybody else who's sneaking, you make me stealth checks, please, and I'll uh, just call your names out to get the numbers one at a time. This is one where the numbers are important to uh, uh, hear, so I just want to... I see some celebration. This is great. <laughs> This means doing that you math, guys but... are actually going to be successful, and I'm going to make Jarrell possibly have to deal with being in inconspicuous, if anything, because that's fun for me. Mike, you were right. I am glad I rolled that one earlier. <laughs> Get rid of it. <laughs> Use it up. I'm surprised I rolled a nat 20 to do the uh, opening. Mm -hmm. And mm -hmm. I was like, fuck, that's like the only one I'm getting tonight. Just rolled a net 20 on the stealth check. So did I. Yes, the bards. All right, so. Like the I, two people that didn't need a net 20 on this probably, but. <laughs> Hedrick, okay. Hedrick's doing the tiptoe with his loot, just with the plucking. Bloop, 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 with each little step as he's sneaking along. <laughs> I love it so much, yes. <clears throat> so, okay, we got Quinn and Hedrick with nat 20s. Beautiful, wondrous Boris. Boris rolled an 18, which with her stealth bonus means 33. <laughs> Great. Boris is and... on the roof of the closest house to the gate. Nobody knows how she got up there, but she is on the roof. Sure. Uh, and <laughs> and um, Pregnart. Uh, it's a 17. Oh, OK. Everyone's pretty sneaky. I'm just going to roll a couple. Oh, wait. Pregnart is Pregnart is stealthed. He said he was going sneaky. Oh, okay, good. Then I can, uh, I roughly uh, pull the field notes pad off of my thing and shove it in my pocket and just start uh, sauntering around with the, my coffee mug. Oh, great. Just, just walking the streets like, oh, I'm just having a nice little evening stroll at midnight. Yes, it's actually quite a lovely evening, at least as far as I know. I mean, I'm not like rusting or anything, so it's a win. Well, I think it makes perfect sense. You already explained that automatons need no rest. So if you wanted in time of day for activity to do whatever you wanted, nighttime would be perfect because nobody else is out. You don't need to sleep anyways. Yeah, I mean, I'm a bit of a hanger queen to, you know, to the tune of about, you know, eight hours a night. But, you know, such is what it is. <laughs> OK, well. It's the same sort of situation you saw before when you guys had arrived here earlier in the day where we have the guards up in each, you know, the two towers and then a couple outside the gate. Um, you notice, though, that there are a couple extra private security um, hanging about. Two, uh, there's actually extras in the tower as well as extras on the ground, probably after the alarm was sounded earlier today at the Ebenezer, at the Blackwood residence. Wonder who that could have been. Does this look like an entirely new shift of guards, or are there still the two guards? Yes. Be... Okay. But I mean, yeah, you would have remembered from earlier. You you were a little out of sorts, you know, when you had popped out of the place. But yes, 
Um, you would you don't recognize any of the any of the guards currently here. Correct me if I'm wrong. These are like city guard. Like these are private security. These are private security. Do any of them look like they have any distinguishing uh, rank or sort of uniform? Um, they definitely are wearing like a, a uniform. Um, you know, they're like it's like a padded coat, um, and there's like you know they have like just like some some symbolism on their like um, their shoulders, right? Like on their arms, mm-hmm. the, their coats. Um, you can see that there is like you know beneath the coat like they have like you know like this is, it's almost like a it's something that's sort of covering like a breastplate of some kind, um, and they're all armed with various like either one or two handed weapons. Well, we, um, either. we can't distinguish any sort of rank. They all seem to be about the same. Uh, it would be hard to tell from this distance, honestly, okay. depending on where you're observing from, right? If you're just trying, if you're just, if you're all just kind of staking out, just trying to stay sort of inconspicuous or whatever, I'm not as, you know, I wouldn't say you're like right up on them where you can possibly read what kind of, if they have like, you know, that kind of information displayed it, on their uniforms. Yeah, you know, it's not like he's got a, a red shoulder pad. Yeah, nothing, nothing <laughs> so obvious. Like you would have to get closer to really examine that. Okay. Um, but like, but but it's it's it is the distinct lack of anything obvious like that that you know makes them you know very clearly private security versus um, employed by the city. But it's pretty quiet. I mean, they're like you know some of them are just chatting amongst each other. I mean, a couple of them look a little on edge just because like you know you can. Almost overhear some of these because the streets are a little quiet. You can overhear some of the gossip of them, like just, you know, pick out a couple words here and there, talking about the alarm that had happened earlier and, you know, saying, like, you know, really, you know, you really think that someone wants to, this kid dead? I don't know, man. All I'm saying is that they, you know, they said that there was possibly an assassin in the house. Well, keep our eyes peeled. Just like casual conversation, like they're they're definitely a little bit on edge, just because like you know, they seem to be under the impression that someone had been sent to, or someone was you know attempting to murder Ebenezer's son, Filbert. But all is quiet, so we're gonna just kind of start passing time, right? Because no one's really doing anything active right now. Y'all are just kind of waiting to see because right, your, 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 your whole deal is you're waiting to see if Filbert shows up and like tries to get out or walk out the gate here. Um, so we'll say an hour passes. Not much changes. Um, some of the lights in the street are getting a little dimmer. That's about it. We're about 1 a.m. now, right? Mm-hmm. Um, past another hour, it's about 2 a.m. At this point, the streets are a lot quieter. Um, anyone who, you know, anyone still standing in the street, Jarrell, zero. Um, at this point, you're probably the only one standing in the street. The lights are out in most of the houses that, that are surrounding you. Um, like, are you, like, what, what, I mean, Jarrell, you're, you're, far, you're far enough away that the private security is probably not going to care too much about whatever the hell you're doing. Um, Zero, um, I'm not sure what you're trying, what, what your plan is here, because you're still kind of just hanging out in the streets at 2 a.m. Yeah, I mean, I was probably going to loiter more towards the park area, not that that's any less conspicuous than standing out in the middle of the street itself. Um, yeah, but there is be... more benches and stuff yeah. like that close by that you can, like, you know, sit down in, but that you would be out of visual range of everybody here, but might be able to hear if something loud happened. Yeah, I, all I need really is to be, like, within audible range, even if not visual range. That's We're fair. counting on the folks with stealth to probably pr- be able to get into the advantageous positions to perceive things. I'm really here to react when something happens. Okay. So yeah, you're just, you're kind of like shifting in and out of sight, just making sure that, you know, you're not drawing any attention to yourself. I'm going to say that it's, it's pretty quiet. The guards are more concerned with anybody trying to get into there. No one seems to be making any after rush and everyone else is just kind of observing quietly. If Jarrell looks up at the sky mm-hmm. what's the uh, what are the stars doing is it looking any more convergency 
<laughs> uh, why, yes, Jarrell. What an astute observation. Would you like to make me a perception check to see? Okay. Oh, <laughs> Damn it. Oh, come on. Four. <laughs> okay. I will tell you what is glaringly obvious, mm-hmm. and that is that the moon is beginning to now cross into, like, where the the beam of unending light from this ley line is just shooting up into the into the air. Okay. Right into the sky. Uh, it's like there is they they are starting to cross over now. Yeah. Jarrell will turn to zero. Uh, perhaps this isn't the place we should be if it's so close with just what I'm seeing with the moon. The convergence could be at any moment. He might already be there. There's no guarantee we're going to see him walk out now. right the only guarantee we have is that we'll be able we should be able to reset at the end of this and take whatever we know back for the second go round even if all we learn is that he's not here that's still valuable do you think we should try to go to where the convergence is happening and see where he tries to conduct this foul uh ritual not the worst idea, but exactly where in the area where the, you, we think that might happen is he going to be? It, it could be in multiple locations. Narrowing it down might help us for next time. The um, inanimate voice from beyond the fourth wall would like to remind you that the last two times you were within the campus of the tower, capital T, capital T, um, and where the ley line is, uh, Y'all were kicked out twice. Yep. Just just a friendly reminder from the voice in your heads. Carry on. Can, do you think we can signal for the others without raising suspicion? If one is to do it, I don't think I would be the one to do it. Not in a particularly subtle mood. Um, <clears throat> I'm assuming that Jarrell's between Jarrell's armor and Jarrell's sword, they can make a pretty loud clink, right? Yeah. Um, Jarrell's gonna tap his. Uh, sword against his shin guards three times and then stop and see if anybody picks up that he's trying to signal them. It's probably the only noise in the night air at the time. I was going to say, it's, it's, it, even even if you do it lightly, it's still like pretty audible to anybody nearby. Um, yeah. If Hedrick can uh, notice this, he's going to cast message and whisper to Jarrell. What's going on? What do you need? You can reply to this. <laughs> uh, it is my opinion that we might not gain any more information at this current location, and perhaps we should try at the either the school or the uh, ley line at least one more chance before we have to just accept the fact that this world is about to explode. I'll, I'll reconvene with Boris and Quinn. I'll let you know. Don't involve pregnant. <laughs> Don't involve me in what? <laughs> How did he get into this uh, this mental message? Conversation. <laughs> you just you know what? I lo- you know what? No, no, no. You know what? I love this because pregnant. <laughs> do you have message as well? Is that a spell you have? Yeah. I do. <laughs> Perfect. You tried at this at the same time. You have been trying to message like either Jarrell or um, Hedrick, and you've tapped into now a three-way call. <laughs> Perfect. Oops. Does anybody want to have a pizza party? The line's still open to the three of you. Like all three of you are now connected to each other. Like this line is open until someone closes it. 
Pizza parties are always better when you're celebrating something, Pregnart. Maybe we should just... Hang on, I have to put you on hold. <laughs> and Gerald's back like... In, back. <laughs> dancing along <laughs> to the hold music. <laughs> Don't involve me in what? <laughs> <laughs> You are involved, Pregnat. We're going back to the school. Be quiet, though. Yay. <laughs> can we can we can we sneak into the splash pad? Maybe not this time. If we if we avoid trouble next time, we can spend a whole day in the splash pad. Maybe if we prevent the apocalypse. Yes, for for certain. Yes. Okay. Well, uh, three of you know what the plan is now. Boris, what are you doing? You still just quietly observing on a rooftop? Yeah, Boris has been basically watching from that roof towards where Ebenezer's house is, like, the whole time. You saw, or you heard Jarrell, you know, clink his sword against his shin. I would have glanced Three at Jarrell when that happened, but then continued to watch towards the house to keep looking for anything mm -hmm. else going on. Yeah, I mean... It doesn't appear. Like, in fact, uh, what you do notice is that all the lights are off um, on, on from pr pretty much every house on the street, for, including from what you can tell from here, um, the Blackwood residence. Can I see what would be like the bedroom, the kids' room from up here? Hard, a little harder to make out from here, from where, from your vantage point. But you can make me a perception check. See how evil-eyed you are. Because his bedroom was at the back of the house. 23. 23. Yeah. Um, you can't see through walls. Um, but it would appear that, you know, if you're looking at like the window that would have, like, the windows that would have led to like that top sort of like foyer area where they, like where the balcony was, um, there's no lights in those windows. Cool. But you can see that at least on the first floor, the, sh the shutters are drawn as well. So, you know, you, you, it would be hard to tell if there, if there were any lights on inside. Okay. I mean, the house was locked down all day ever since the incident, so. I mean, if Boris can't see anybody else moving, she's still staying on the roof until she notices everybody else start to walk towards the school, at which point she'll follow. Well, they're probably walking towards Jarrell. Like, is any like Quinn? What are you doing? Did you hear, you heard Jarrell clink his armor? Are you moving towards him now, or did you just kind of ignore what he did? Um, you weren't you weren't you weren't clued in on the message. Right? No, yeah, I have no idea what's going on with that. Um, Quinn has just kind of noticed these kind of purple billowy things coming from from sides of the buildings. I don't know if they're like decorations or whatever, but he's just been like floating through them. Um, because his jacket below is purple. And so he just oh is God. kind of blending in with these decorative um, drapes. Yeah, that, that seem to be uh, flowing from some of the buildings. Um, and he's... he's but what you're really doing is just posing in front of them. Exactly. You're like cape with your cape open. Correct. So that it's like, yep. yeah. I'm like, it's like, it's like a dark wing duck kind of like, I'm just like mm -hmm. there, right? Um, yep. but yeah, I do you are the main character. You are the main character in your own story. Oh, absolutely. Sure. Yeah, I'm the yeah, exactly. Um, I do hear the the clanking. Um, but I just assume that it's just Jarrell being klutzy like usual and making noise. All right. Well, sorry, four of you know what the plan is. Um do you just do you four just start walking away together? Yeah, uh, I th I think that Jarrell is time is of the essence at this point. Hedrick, okay. Hedrick will try to uh, cast message to Boris if he can spot her on the roof, or Quinn if it's <laughs> can you uh, whoever. You may have to make a. I was gonna say you may have to make a perception check if yeah. Boris is not if Boris is not trying to be seen. Boris, are you intentionally trying not to be seen by anybody, or would you have would you make sure that you were visible to your party? Because I'm leaving that up to you. Because your stealth check was essentially a thirty unbeatable. Boris <laughs> yeah. is trying to be stealthy. She doesn't. She doesn't want to be seen. The well, only it's... like brief second somebody might have seen her is when the clink happened, and she briefly like, you know, looked at Jarrell. That would have been it. Like maybe a head turn. 
if somebody <laughs> caught that. If you really wanted to see Boris and fill her in, you will have to make me a perception check then. Just because she is deliberately trying to be stealthy from everything. Sure. Um, a little bit on the description. At no point does it say I need to be able to see the target. Oh, then never mind. Go for but it. Send her a message. It does say that I can cast through solid objects if I'm familiar with the target and know it is beyond the barrier. So I do need well, a general direction. I don't think she's direction. beyond a wall. But I mean, I, she's, I'm just she's on, on a roof, roof right? Okay. Of, a, of like a small house. Yeah, that's good enough. Okay. That's good enough. I'm, I'm not going to make you uh, persuade me any further. That's fine. Yeah. Okay. Boris, I think uh, we're, we're about ready to move on. There doesn't seem to be anything happening here. I'm, I'm not sure this kid's going to be walking out the front gate anyway. So uh, Jabril, Pregnard, and uh, Zero, and Quinn, we're, we're all going to kind of try to make our way out of here. Um, I'm, I'm glad I'm part of the plan, but still don't know the plan. <laughs> yeah. Well, You're just last on his, call, on his call list. Yeah, exactly. I'm just going to be let, I'm going to be let known the plan. Yeah. <laughs> um, last time uh, we were invisible together, Hedrick was under the impression that you were right next to him. <laughs> and you were not. So he was talking to you and <laughs> assuming that you were hearing. I think that might be happening now as well, where you seem to be having this group call and he thinks Love you're it. in on it. Love it. <laughs> uh, Boris is going to get down from the roof, not actually respond to the call, and do it stealthily. So I can roll another stealth nope, check. Nope. Don't even. Don't. Part of the don't even worry okay. about it. Your reliable talent guarantees you get a twenty-six, which means I feel like you made it up there. Getting down is a lot easier. Cool. You're very light on your feet. Yep. So she like sneaks. We can down. Y- we can yada yada a lot of checks for Boris, unfortunately. Well, not unfortunately, but just like you know, it's just how it, it's it's. You are a very reliable talent. <laughs> that is literally what the ability is. I think Fran just let slip the fact that he wants us to fail. <laughs> Excuse me. <laughs> I want you to succeed. I just don't hmm. want it to be a breeze for you. I'm just here to introduce. Unfortunately, I'm in- I'm here to introduce barriers for you to then overcome and feel good about after you've overcome them. That's my and job. I save. Yeah. I'm responsible for sense. your sense of fulfillment. Mm-hmm. To a certain degree. But also my own. So what fulfills <laughs> me is that the party is all together and you guys are heading back towards the tower, which is a quite a long walk, you know, because uh, no, not really a lot of wagons running at this hour to take right. you to and from. Um, probably going to take you a good 20 to 30 minutes on foot. Uh, Quinn, uh, in case there are guards or something along those lines at the school, uh, would you suggest us going invisible? Would you want to make them fall asleep? How do you suggest we best get past them without hurting them, if possible? Oh, yeah. Um, let me step in right here. Well, I would like to just hold on, because the question was directed <laughs> at me. Um, well, but yeah, and, 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 and he's, and, and what Zero is saying is, I'm gonna let you finish, but well, yeah, Zero, his eyes ablaze red. Uh, what do you mean past the gods? In case there are some, I'm not sure if there still be, will be at this hour. Well, I thought we were just watching. Are we do not we trying not to stop anything today? Work? Wait, is, is there a plan I don't know about? <laughs> I'm just kind of winging it at this point, really. I, I think what? that Boris is planning to take his hands off at some point. What are you yabbering about? I have no Miles. idea what you're talking about. You're that unaware that the apocalypse is about to happen in the next... No, I, oh, know I don't know that's going on. But what are you talking about getting past the guards? We're going to the school. It's what? Worst, Why worst did we decide summer? that? Because that's where the convergence will be. You know, to be stealthy requires us to be quiet. Why are we talking in the middle of the street? You're the one that's yelling. I'm just confused. Speaking of which, let me just arbitrarily roll some (laughs) dice. Okay. (laughs) Quick Um, steps back into the shadow of one of the drapes. You're walking away from the drapes now. <laughs> it's, not, it's not like every single house has decorated these drapes. You just happen to find a really nice set yeah, of matching drapes to exactly. your cape. He's just swooshing okay. his own cape. But like you're walking away from that now. But but where are we going? 
Uh, Again, they said to the tower. They did tell you just now. Okay. Uh, Quinn, how, how much longer could you guess until the convergence is actually fully in effect? Uh, yes, you do know the stars. Mm-hmm. That would require me to do some calculating? Make a navigator's tools check with your intelligence. And he's proficient with it. Yes, so intelligence bonus plus proficiency bonus on your d20 roll. One moment. Um, <laughs> yes, Michael. <laughs> is there a, is there a problem? <laughs> I'm trying to remember. So my lucky feat requires allows me to re-roll a roll. Uh-huh. So I'm going to re-roll this roll. But I have to Sounds take good. the new roll. How many times have you used your lucky feet um, in the last since your last long rest? Have you been tracking that? I don't think I've used it at all, actually. Okay, I don't remember I'm using it. I haven't used it in a while. Okay, we'll just check it. I've actually had some really great rolls lately. <laughs> that is much better. Uh, that's going to okay. be an 18. 18. Um... We're looking at probably in the next hour and a half to two hours. Okay. That's I, good. Would be, would, I relay that to, to Jarrell. That eases my mind a bit. Okay. Um, so a half hour goes by. <laughs> to close to where you would be able to enter into the grounds of this, you know, other section of this, like, walled-off city, right? Because each, like I said, you know, it just kind of comes out in this big circle. Um, and the place is, when I say swarming with guards, it is swarming. There are barricades put up. The It, it, it appears as though the actual uh, grounds for the tower have been barricaded as if they are preparing for a fucking invasion. Hmm. If you recall, the journal is in the possession of so the Bush journal was my was partially successful <laughs> in that the investigator who confiscated the journal did confiscate it and took it with them. This is this is um, good. This is good. This is, this could help us. <laughs> Zero puts both of his hands up and just like stops dead, shakes them a little bit. Right now, his right eye is red. His left eye is silver. He's, he's looking a little weird. We have a hypothesis. Oh, you, you both do. You and uh, who else again? Morden, Zero... We have an understanding that notwithstanding we've we've been mulling this over for a little bit. So we seem to have mucked things up in the school to the point where there's a lot of guards going on here, right? We unquestionably mucked things up in the school. Yes. Yes. We've also mucked things up in the Blackwood residence to the point where they have extra guards outside of there, right? Yes, we uh, certainly did mess that up as well. <laughs> and we've also mucked up the young boy Filbert's plan in that he no longer has the tools necessary to perform the ritual as planned, right? We can only hope. He can't get to where this uh, this uh, ritual would need to be done unless he were already there. And we know for a fact that he isn't. We're pretty sure for a fact he isn't. We know he's already in his own home. Because he's been there ever since we mucked things up in his home. It's so long as he didn't leave before, you know, we decided to spy on him for two hours. And so long he doesn't have a spell that suddenly gets him there. It's 100% possible we've already averted the apocalypse. Uh, Jarrell looks again at the sky. It, does it look pretty? I mean, yeah, it's like, you know, like it's, it's, it's you know, the moon is large and full. And 
Is it, it hitting any one of our eyes like a certain <laughs> food item? Would you call it a moray? I wouldn't say that. <laughs> um, Is it time for a certain kind of party? No. But I would say <laughs> that... I mean, there's something just awesome about looking at, like, you know, obviously a celestial body, and as well as, like, this massive column of pure energy that's just, you know... How often... Shooting up. How often does this particular convergence happen? Do I know? Do you know? No, you didn't read the journal. I didn't read the journal. I'm just curious if there's like this is a known historical event in terms of the convergence itself, not so much the apocalypse is going to happen within is, the next is, hour. I mean, or so. I mean, yes, based on information that is shared with you, this is something that does happen, you know, every so often, but it is a very rare event. Yes. Zero would like to make a history check based on the fact That's that he was. has access to enough historical knowledge to know, regardless of having read the journal. Go for it. And he's got 17 plus brain. 6 is 23. 23. I mean, something like this is, this is like one of those like once in multiple century, like maybe once in a millennia type events. Um. Where a lot, you know, where a lot of things just seem to line up just right, right. Um, from a celestial standpoint, you know, happenstance, you know. But it just it, there is there is sort of a from what it, from what recorded history could show us, there was at least one other event like this, like a thousand years ago, from this date, like give or take, like it's not exactly a thousand years, but like you know, roughly like that time period. Um, before that, there wasn't really much of recorded history to be able to document such an event. Um, We've crunched the numbers, and we can say with a high degree of confidence that such an event will not happen again in Philbert Blackwood's lifetime. This was his chance. Well, we can only hope it goes the way that we think it might go. Um, again, uh, in um, Jarrell turned to Quinn, uh, how how much longer until it actually hits, and then how much how long will it stay that way? Well, you you just you just heard that, you know, it was going to be an hour and a half to two hours. You spent a yep. half hour walking, so an hour to an hour and a half from now. And then how, how do we know how long <laughs> this will last for? Yeah, is it like an eclipse where it only lasts for a few moments? Well, would I be able to calculate how long the moon would be in that like orb of of energy? Well, it's not just the moon; it's already, it's, already, it's, already, it's already it's it's already in it. It's right. just that it hasn't reached like sort of the, the apex zenith. of yeah, the, yeah, yeah, like that, that, yeah, exactly that perfect zenith of like you know with all the other perfectly centered. With all the However, other planets, I mean. Stuff. It, you know, um, it's it's hard to tell because you you know with with some some of those celestial bodies being so far away, right? Like you're really only your only reference is the moon, and now this ley line as well, right? Mm-hmm. And like some of the some of the other stars that are in the sky. So it could be, you know, a few minutes. It could be like you know, thirty minutes. Like you're not you know I mean like there's it's 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 not going to be a very very long time where this potential like convergence is happening. But I suggest. Yeah. That we simply wait and see what happens, uh, and if things start to go off in there, we charge in with the rest of the gods, and hopefully they allow us. If not, we just eat the fish and maybe a little bit into the explosion, because I'd like to see how that plays out. <laughs> That's exactly what we were going to say. If we're wrong, we go again. Either we win now or we win later. Well, there are so, only so many laters. Yeah. But we'll burn those bridges when we get to them. We have or we've only used one, right? Oh, we've, we've done it twice. Okay. Oh, we no, well, we only used one. Yeah, mm-hmm. we were here. That's then we used it. Then oh, yeah, we're reset. here on yeah, this. Yeah, yeah, yeah. This is our second try. Yeah, the okay. first one was very quick. <laughs> yeah.
Uh, well, so are we just kind of yeah, wait yep. here in the street and wait for the fireworks or lack thereof? Ooh, there's fireworks? I wonder, do we have access to a balcony that has a good view of this uh, ley line? <laughs> Unless we break into one of these buildings. You know, actually, a few blocks away from here, there is a, um, we'll call it a, like a, like a pub that's open late that has a rooftop patio. Well, there we have it, right? Sure. I guess there's no other way to watch either the end of the world or not the end of the world and a really yeah. great uh, sol- a celestial uh, happening. I mean, is there anywhere else we would see the world end? In a pub? <laughs> Shall okay. Well, go ahead. Sorry. Okay. Shall we uh, prepare libations just in case? No reason not to. Sure, fuck it. It's the end of the world, right? Or maybe, as you say. Um, pizza? Yeah, Javrel, you want to create yeah, they have pizza. 40 pounds of pizza for the bar? <laughs> the bar also has a wood-fired oven where they can just make pizza, and you can pay them for it. If I were to create the pizza, would it be cooked already? I think that's yeah, up to it's you. Rude to bring <laughs> and, your own and pizza. To and also, you're making 45 pounds of pizza. And money and doesn't chocolate pudding. It seems gauche. Money doesn't matter right now because we just get it back once we swallow the fish. Oh, I, I took create food and water off during the last long oh, rest. Oh no! Yeah. What? There, there, there was a long rest in between when I created the food and water, and now I think so. I, yeah. Mm-hmm. Oh, well, that's fucking bullshit. <laughs> well, that was the best spell you had. <laughs> you are able to order libations, and you have your pizza delivered oh, to you yeah. as you sit on the rooftop bar. Um, and you're just kind of staring up towards, like, the moon and this ley line and the stars. Um, you know, not a ton of light pollution these days, so, like, you know, the, the, the cosmos are very visible. It's quite, it's quite a beautiful night, very clear. And this come of light that's just sort of blasting out into the heavens is sort of this like really beautiful sort of golden color. And it seems to almost oh. be like pulsating and swirling, right? It's just sort of like the longer you look at it, the more it's just like you, you kind of see it sort of very fluid, almost fluid in its form. It's not just like a, a column of light, but it almost feels like it has like, I don't know, a certain, certain characteristic or quality that makes it more than just light. Is there anyone else who seems to be aware of this convergence? Like, is there any sort of like uh, star junkies, you know, that just love astronomy? Yeah, I mean, there's some people who are like, you know, also just drinking and enjoying themselves and just kind of oohing and eyeing at like this like celestial event. Um, but like a lot of there's, there's just as many people who are probably scared and locked in their homes because they're just afraid of like, you know, things like this they just don't want to look up and you know I, I've known plenty of people who just like panic when they look up in the sky sometimes um, but yeah it doesn't really seem but like, it doesn't really seem to be I guess as much attention being drawn to this as you think for something so significant or so seemingly significant um, at least here but um, yeah there is uh, it's, it's, it's just quite pretty and, you know the hours pass and eventually you see you know, the moon reach the, the like the perp like, you know, like the, this per, like the, where the beam is perfectly centered and there's this very brief but very audible sort of like like almost bassy like pulse not like super loud not like very intense but just like a just you just kind of feel it like just sort of this reverberation and you see like this pulse of energy sort of come up from the base of the ley line where the structure is supporting it or, or built around it, I should say. Right. Um, and it just kind of shoots up towards the sky. Get that fish ready, Zero. Mm-hmm. Somebody be on standby, by the way, in case my stomach, for some reason, <laughs> to doesn't dig it out of your stomach. stomach. Yeah. <laughs> Pregnard uh, just opens his mouth at this point. 
um, the moon is now sort of enveloped in almost like this golden aura um, as it takes on almost the properties and the light that this ley line was exhibiting. It just begins to shimmer. And then, well, not much else happens right away. Right away. Because you're kind of just standing there staring at it, and everyone's just kind of like, oh, wow, oh, ooh. But as the minutes pass, the moon stays exactly in that position. It does not deviate. It does not move further. Those minutes turn to like 10 minutes, 20 minutes, 30 minutes, and the moon is still exactly in its spot as it was before. Now, Perfectly is this centered. just how it feels, or does somebody have like a chronograph? Well, Quinn's been tracking this and he's been kind of relaying sort of the changes to you guys. We've kind of sort of established, right? He's been measuring the stars. And at this point, it should no longer be where it is. Like, like, they're, 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 like these celestial bodies orbit things. Like, mm-hmm. this should still continue to be orbiting. Is time still moving? Like, are, can we still see like guards shuffling around and other people in the bar moving? Or is like literally everything frozen? No, you guys are fine. Like, the people around you are still uh, acting relatively normal, but, like, everyone's just kind of like, oh, wow, like, this has been going on for a while. It's kind of crazy. What you know, time that in the morning is it? That's... 2.30, 3 maybe 3 in the morning now, Okay. actually. I wasn't sure if we're, if we're getting close. changing in the sky? Hmm? What's that? I'm sorry, what, what time did you say it was? About, about two three. thirty-three o'clock, yeah, about three o'clock at this point. Now, uh, the moon is not changing, but are we seeing any evidence of like dawn occurring? Because that, that, we're probably um, about two hours from dawn, two or three hours from dawn. Yeah. So, I mean, no, with, especially with the horizon, like we you know, even just from this rooftop, there's still a lot of buildings and other things. As you're in a very large metropolitan like area, so. Um, it would be kind of hard to tell if something was cresting over the horizon necessarily at this hour. Quinn, yeah. are the other stars moving? Are the other stars moving? Um, you don't even have to make a check, Quinn. Yes, you know. Okay. They are. Slightly. So I, are I relay to Jarrell, everything seems to be normal except for the moon. The moon is the only thing that seems to be in its place. And probably the other planetary objects in the convergence. Quinn, make me a check with your navigator's tools again, please. Another intelligence check. 20. Not a natural. Okay, wait, something is off about the way things are moving now, though. Whereas things were sort of looking like they were, you know, rotating, right? So you can clearly see the rotation of the sky. Now things look like they're spinning. Oh, like we're moving with them. (laughs) So it's almost as if, like, like it's the same panoramic view, but it's just being rotated, like, slowly. So instead of it shifting horizontally, I guess, from, like, your vantage point... So staring up into the sky, it's now moving circularly. Would I be able to make an inference in the sense that we are the ones moving rather than like, because I mean, like scientifically, I'm thinking like we are shifting. Something is shifting. This is this is this is this is this is nothing you've ever experienced before. Looking at the stars. Also, I'm not quite sure what you're what you're talking about because like the stars in the sky do rotate mm-hmm. around like they do optically rotate around the I mean star. I th- yes yes to a certain degree right but I mean you can still tell like like, like you can you can still like tell the earth's rotation right yeah, like, I when think you, like, what, when you're looking up right you're looking at that when you're looking at the view of the sky like the the, the the earth you can you can still measure the earth's rotation with that like yeah it's not a purpose we're on a tilted axis right but like mm-hmm. you know you can there, there's still like the, the axis at which we rotate on doesn't change. Now the convergence so like, has like one solid right. bar in which 
point we're getting dragged <laughs> like it, like like it's 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 very clear that the axis of which you are referencing like the axis of rotation of which you are has referencing changed. when you look into the sky has changed mm-hmm. to a point where it is now like unmeasurable so, because you've never experienced conditions like this before and you have mm-hmm. no idea how to measure this so instead of it being the north star as my point of reference my point of reference has changed more or less correct yeah because now that's moving in a way that's like it's like everything is it's it's, it's, it's literally moving a different direction. Mm-hmm. Things are rotating a different direction. Mm-hmm. Yeah, this is interesting, and probably and not that's good. Gonna, oh. <laughs> and that's where I'm going to call this episode of the Hapless Heroes Podcast. God damn it! Hey. Ah, mm-hmm. uh, I know, audience, you hate it when I do these cliffhangers, but I mean, come on, you have come, you've got to come to learn to expect it by now. So. If you love me, if you hate me, you can find all of us, including myself, on the internet on such places as Twitter and Instagram. Just look for at Hapless Heroes. We're also on Facebook and Reddit. Just look for Hapless Heroes Podcast. Those places will also point you to our, the, the mecca of our social media presence, and that is our Discord server, where you can meet, interact, hang out with us, come say hi, come hang out with our awesome audience in there. We're talking about D&D. We're talking about delicious foods we're cooking we're talking about our pets all the things so yeah we encourage you to join that community it's super awesome Uh, but if you really like us you can leave us a five-star review or rating on the podcast service of your choice helps us grow in the ranks get more visibility get us exposed to a larger audience and you know however these algorithms work uh so yeah, any and all support of that would be appreciated. And if you just want to say some nice words to us, but you know your podcast service doesn't offer these things, or you know whatever it could possibly be, uh, we also have a five star channel in our Discord, uh, or and also an email an address hapless@gmail.com where you can say some nice things, and we'll say some nice things back to you on the air when we see those words. Just like uh, Goldian Goldian on our Discord server says. Uh, the boys and Boris have made my insanely long and rarely interrupted shifts at work not only bearable but almost looked forward to. Dave, clear- Dave clearly shines in his role as a DM but seems to prefer taking a backseat role as a player and Fran actually grows every time he steps behind the screen and I love watching every moment he does so, especially when he learns sometimes the lore is going to end up in the cutting room floor as a player he had- and as a player he has no issue keeping in the center stage and being verbal and active for better or worse for the group. That is very true. That is mm-hmm. my fault. This is a very honest review. This is a very honest observation. I appreciate that because it's very true. (laughs) I don't know when to shut up sometimes. (laughs) Also seemingly not explicitly a five-star review. It's true. Hey, I love that. I love an honest review. Do we get get a a star ticked off here? I don't see any stars here, but it's the five-star channel, so we're assuming five stars. All right. This is a zero-star review. (laughs) All right. (laughs) (laughs) Dave, we got our first hater. Hold on. Well, I mean, saying nice they, they, things about listen, it. hold on, hold on, because they follow up and say, uh, the group's amazing and revolving cast keeps the progression and banter fresh and diverse. I'd love to see more active roles from some of the cast, but not everyone wants the limelight. Thanks to all of you. Here's to four more campaigns and the Netflix original movie. Cheers. Oh, Thank cool. you for your honest and kind review. I think that that was very constructive, and I really it appreciate that. It was, con- it was constructive. It was fair. It was accurate. Yes, I love, I, 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 no notes. Anyways, thank you. Uh, <laughs> so, uh, if, uh, if you really, really like us, though, we encourage you to donate to our Patreon. It's patreon.com slash heroes. Got a bunch of rewards on there. And, you know, just ways to say thank you for, you know, helping us keep the lights on, essentially, and supporting us. And it's just really a beautiful thing I, I i don't know i hate asking people for money so like this is always such an awkward you know segment for me but you know what to each and every one of you patrons you're the best thank you for supporting us for so many years we we we, we hope to see more of you in the future and if you like us right now you like us sally field and the whole deal uh take a bicycle and bring it to an aquarium and go around to all the little fish tanks and say, "Hey, Mr. Fish, do, do you need this? Do, do you do you need this bicycle, Mr. Fish?" And and uh, uh, just keep going around talking talking to the fish, 
and uh, uh, when uh, an aquarium attendant approaches you and tries to eject you from the aquarium, they say, listen, I, I get what you're doing. It's not funny. These fish obviously do not need this bicycle, and they'll, you'll say to them, that may be true. None of these fish may need a bicycle, but you, Zer, you need to listen to Hapless Heroes podcast and the original D&D campaign. And they'll say, get out of here. I've had enough of you. And that tears it. That was the needle. That was the straw. That was the needle straw that broke <laughs> my camel fish back. Leave. <laughs> I mean, that's just guerrilla marketing at its finest right there, yeah. folks. Yeah, it's great. I'm sure you'll get them to be intrigued enough to actually listen from that, yeah. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, well, I guess there's nothing left for me to do then besides outro this wonderful cast for you, starting in reverse order the way we came in uh, with John as Lord Draw the Light. Until next time. Phyllis Hedrick, the Entertainer. You spin me right round, baby, right round, because we're in the past. Right round, right round. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, Zach is Pregnart. Pizza, pizza, pizza. Nicole is Boris the Butcher. Play It's the End of the World next. Mike is Lord and Captain Quinn Southwind. Everything's spinning and it's not because of the alcohol, I don't think. And Dave is Zero Valen's Avatar of War. We bid you good evening. And I'm Francesco, I've been your host of DM. We'll see you next week when we resolve this cliffhanger? Question mark? Bye now. Bye. 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 And there's no more. No amore.